You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. What's going on? So everybody, this is how the sausage gets made. You see how uh, podcasting works. Uh, now, Tom, if you could uh, explain the the uh, the snitching that you did yesterday, where you sent a screenshot of your conversation with a friend, where they said I looked like a baby having a tantrum. That was oh, me. That was me. Oh, that was you, Bob. That was. I thought that. I thought that was one of Tom's West Coast friends. Yo, why are you gonna act like I'm snitching? Uh, no, yo, that wasn't. That wasn't even to me personally. That was to the Axe to Grind Instagram. <laughs> so since yeah. since he did this, let's let's go ahead. My sister, who is a total civilian, went to see Thrice with her husband last night. Her husband must have heard him at Home Depot, and I asked what she thought of Drug Church. Laughing face. Haha, ha, yeah, I'm into it. They were so quiet last night. Just walked out and played calmly about thrice. Drug church was so weird. I have to listen to them in a week and try again. A week? A what's, what's a, what, what, you need distance from the thing? Was it traumatic? Just yes, cleanse the palate. But, but the lead singer was so strange. I felt like his mom needed to come pick him up and carry him to his room until he calmed down. I want to show her the merch receipts. We did fine, woman. Oh, I'm we, sure did you did. we don't yeah. need your approval. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Pick me up at eight. Yeah, sh- shout, out, sh- shout out to that person. Uh, glad that they uh, saw something worth commenting on. Um, so when this when this uh, hits, uh, Th- Thrice Tour will be about halfway through. Um, I'm sure it's doing well. Congrats to you guys. Uh, hopefully your van doesn't flip and uh, we, we don't have a new third host of over of Axe to Grind. And Pat will be, yeah, Pat will be halfway through a tour, but four months from being home, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell us about stuff. So, uh, oh, and I just got word. I got to go to Australia sometime in the, the spring. So we got to be ready for that too. I might be uh, in Europe all summer, but we'll, we'll figure it oh, out. Oh, no shit. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. We'll say. Uh, what are you doing? Are you like, are you becoming like European? Why not? Like, but I'm saying like you do the whole thing where you're like, my children were educated in Rome for one year and then, and then no. we, okay. Cause that's just, the, just doing, just on holiday. No, uh, who knows? We'll see. Lots of things. Okay. Lots of things uh, in the works. What do we want to talk about? Uh, people, people are hitting me about this higher power record. People are hitting me about this, uh, code orange, uh, music video. Uh, there's uh people are hitting me about shirts that the shirt with the cum on it everything everything's happening here in hardcore land uh none of this will be super timely because this is now february so um let's see higher power record i've been told that it that it that it slaps uh it does slap that it is and including tom told us i have not listened yet tom give me your feedback on this comment from somebody else they hit me and said 100% not a quote unquote hardcore record, uh, but he loves it. Like feels like it's very heavy alt uh, with some Deftones leanings, and you know he's like, "There's hardcore influence, but it's not, it's not hardcore hardcore." Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, okay. The, the the drug church guys like it. The listened to it in the van today. I couldn't hear shit. 
so, some of them jumped off on the acoustic song, but uh, <laughs> uh, but but uh, they really were speaking highly of it. Otherwise, I, I'm gonna have to listen to it on headphones because I can't. I don't even know how fucking people even listen to music anymore. I need my headphones. Let me translate that for everyone. It's cool because other people in the van were listening to music, but I wanted to do Instagram stories and was <laughs> bothered the whole time. Yo, you got no idea how irritated my Instagram stories make everybody. I thought I, I thought they, I, I thought they were a fun thing to do. I didn't know that people uh-huh. hated my ugly fucking face so much. But I think there's a lot of haterism, a lot of jealousy out here in the mix. Uh, I'm just. I'm just trying to keep the people entertained, engaged with w- w- with the listenership. I know it's it's hard because there's just not enough there's not enough forums, there's not enough places to hear you. So I'm with it. I do. <laughs> the other day, I really did. You, my first glance, I see Tom. I saw Patrick on his Instagram story, and he was laying down. He had headphones in, but he looked very tired, perhaps ill, and uh, and he had like a pillow behind him, but it looked like scrubs. And I was like, oh shit, he looks like he's in a hospital. Is he all right? And then I looked, I was like, oh no, he's laying on some weird colored pillow. I straight up thought dude was in the hospital. Jesus. Why would he stop Instagram storying? If he was in the hospital, he would Instagram story. It would have happened. Oh, absolutely. He would be like my left foot in it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I am in the hospice known as a professional musician because I I am fucking, I sleep in a van. You're slowly dying. I'm slowly dying. It is. uh, Why isn't that? That's a great. So there's two versions of that. The uh, 98 mosh core band slowly dying. And then the like 2007 swoop hair band. I'm slowly dying. I'll give you one more. Mm -hmm. The, uh, kind of uh post everything now i'm doing a uh kind of like a an alex g sort of thing or 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 mac demarco sort of thing Mm, mm. and the name and the name of the album is i sleep in a van i'm slowly dying (laughs) that's that's another option that works (laughs) i'm with it we got it um okay so speaking of post everything so Real quick, Tom, you recommend the Higher Power record? Yeah, it's really. I mean, it reminds me of. It's not a a really far far flung from like a Turnstile record, right? In that way that that. it's like there's a Turnstile. Turnstile is probably still like a little bit more. There's a little bit more like bad brainsy hardcore in Turnstile than there is in Higher Power. Mm -hmm. It reminds me sort of vocally a lot of Snapcase and a lot of um, Jane's Addiction. Oh, that's cool. A lot of, a lot, a lot of Jane's addiction. Is I heard somebody, that same reference, which is cool. I'm with it. Somebody yeah. in the back of the van. Somebody in the back of the van said, "I like porno for pyros too." So, yeah. <laughs> and I think musically, it's kind of in that like quick sandy snap case burn kind of lane. Okay, that's and cool. the acoustic song I I call it Jane says. Mm. So that's what, what it reminds me. Without the, the the steel drum. Do, do you want to get heavy on on acoustic songs and shit like that for a second? Do you want do do, do, do we have a uh, an agenda here or, or we, shall we, we have a light agenda it? because it's going to be fun? But we, I want to touch these two points. Let's touch higher. Let's do fit, do higher power, then talk code orange, and then we'll get to the fun part of the podcast. Okay. Uh, 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 so I uh, was in Los Angeles. Uh, saw a friend of the podcast, Jeremy Baum. Uh, and he was playing some Touche stuff for me, and he said, "What, what do you think of this one? It's uh, it's kind of a, it's different, it's weird." And I stopped him and I said, "I'm sure it's good, 
but let me ask you a question. When was the last time that five albums into somebody's career, you, you said, you said to yourself, I hope there's one weird song on this record. You know what I mean? And the answer is never <laughs> fucking never. So I I'm you guys would be shocked at like, you know how I want to do whatever the fuck I want to do at, uh, musically. And if somebody tells me not to, I'll go make a sky record to spite yep. them. Mm-hmm. When it comes to other people's careers, I'm like, no man, play the hits, yeah. do the, do the thing people love because you're good at it. Yeah. We got and, a good, we got a good mailbag question for you next time we do one. Okay. Put you, uh, put you on the spot. Crosshairs. Put good luck. So the uh but I but uh, the higher power thing now granted they haven't been a band for as long as Touche but like I don't know about weird songs anymore. I'm kind of like, yo, weird songs are fulfilling for the artist, but sometimes you can just record that one and and play it on your fucking own your own time. You know what I mean? Like well, maybe, maybe it's not a weird song. Like it's it's a song that like if you like got into a car and someone had like local rock station on yeah this is like the like this is like the second single from it from like a you know like a heavy alt record yo okay so now let's segue into code orange because i'm just gonna say it flatly i don't want soft songs from hard bands I don't want it. I just, these bands are so good at what they do. <clears throat> fucking higher power is fucking good at what they do. Okay. Fucking Co- code orange is fucking good at what they do. And what they do is crush. And I want What's the soft like, song by code orange. The, the new, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the song. Yeah. 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 You, you think, think it's like, soft? Oh yeah. Think? Listen, there's the incredibly, <laughs> he- there's the incredibly heavy, there's that there is an incredibly heavy part but then there's the chorus is is too soft for me i need fuck that band is so fucking good when they're heavy i want that but their biggest song is bleeding in the blur which is a heavy rock song i yeah. get that but the, uh, satisfy the patrick listener you know what i mean so like who but the guy that won't go see them yeah or or pay for a record but or mosh but, for them or do or mosh for them right i mean i'm or very buy supportive. a shirt I will buy a shirt. I like their merch, and I love. Truthfully, I love the 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 single art, like the uh, whatever that weird like see through like skull, skull man is. Yeah, I like I like that a ton. You uh, see that sweat sweatsuit that I sent you guys? Yeah, let me see pretty, this pretty wild, pretty wild. Um, that's for someone under twenty five. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. Yo, here's here's my notes. Uh, this maybe is their best composed song uh it's not it's straight up not hardcore and i don't want to pretend it is and i like i'm not trying to be mean it doesn't matter like they should be like who cares if bob shed thinks this is fucking hardcore it doesn't matter um it's like radio rock radio metal heavy alt like like yeah right 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 and it's like it's like somewhere between nine inch nails and a slightly more like more metal, like metal rock radio kind of thing. That doesn't mean it's bad. Um, and it doesn't mean you can't like it. And it doesn't mean people who liked forever can't like it. It doesn't it certainly doesn't mean people who didn't like who liked I am King can't like it. Um, but it's, it's interesting to see how people are going to take it. There's a lot of, I didn't see it. I didn't see a lot of chatter on my timelines, but that's reflected of my timelines. I didn't see a lot of chatter on this, but I was being told by people who are, are like code orange heads that this was getting a ton of hate. Were you guys seeing any of that? I heard a, I heard a little bit of that, and then I heard a lot of 
I heard a lot of people saying sort of what you just said, but like in a more like kind of like affirmative sort of sort of way, which was like you said it in kind of a neutral way. But like there's a lot yeah. of people that's, that that said, hey, uh, I this is really uh, an exquisite version of what this is attempting to be. Uh, and but like to me, that's like that might all be true. You know what I mean? But like I I. I I'm an actual Code Orange fan when they are fucking heavy. You know what I mean? Like, I think that they do what they do better than their peers. I, I, and I'm not mad. Like, Bleeding the Blur didn't make me mad. But, I, like, I've been honest with them where I'm like, yo, Reba needs to be doing more in my view. But that, but this, to me, is not what I... I think she can do so much more than, like, a, like an alt song. I, so, like, quick so survey. I, quick survey, real quick. Tom, do you like the song? I do like the song. Patrick, do you like the song? I don't care for the song. All right, I like the song just fine, uh, perhaps more than any other Code Orange song I can think of. That's what I was going to ask you. Like, where does it lie? Like, since you're not like a no, no, kind of fans. Like, you, yeah. like, you're. This is like the least offensive to you. No, uh, the video is fucking insane. Yo, uh, let's watch. Let's get into that, man. Please, <laughs> so Are you, can out. you talk about this with those dudes being your friends? Like Tom is is Tom's in and enjoys it, and he can he can level. You can come off harsh, man. You're going to be okay with this or what? Do I come? Is everything I do come off harsh? I, no, I, not everything. No, not everything. Because no, you just you just are tight with these dudes, and and some people are sensitive artists. You know what no, I mean? Listen, that's for sure. But they listen. They know I fucking big up them forever. They, they, yeah. and, okay, and, so and they're going to take and, it. Okay. And truth, I mean, they'll still shit on me, but truthfully, they'll never uh, hear it. <laughs> yeah, that's possible that's true. too. Uh, but no, truthfully, like yo, I, uh, you know how I'm always talking about bands I want to win, and like I want, like I'm always, I'm always saying ca- candy. I want candy to win. Like that's just a fact. Want them to win. Code Orange is the band I want most to win. So like it, anything that they do, I'm supportive of. That doesn't mean I like everything. So uh, the uh, the video. Here's what I'll say about it. Uh, I can't even judge it because it's literally insane and I can't put myself in the mind of an insane person. It is fucking nuts. The first time I saw it by the, by the time Joe rips his chains off the wall, I didn't know where I existed anymore. Yeah. And I, like, laying like, on the I, floor doing spinning circles style, like what's going on. I tried to transpose myself through a wall because I just thought reality wasn't what it, what it was 10 minutes ago. I was like, Oh, I need to understand things again. It, it, it is so fucking crazy. <laughs> and here's the deal. I didn't care for the song, but I do really like the music video because it's so far afield from any, I won't even be in my own music videos. And th- <laughs> these dudes are fucking owning it in a way that I could never imagine for myself. There's a certain element that this is so over the top. It's very, very over the top in a unabashed way that like, yo, even the biggest haters got to go. Like if you hate this band, like don't sweat it. Watch the video. You won't like them more, but you got to hand it to them for being like, yeah, fuck it. We're going to lean in and go do this. Yeah. Like, like, yo, it's, it's, it is what it is. Like, Bless I don't know who pointed it out. Yeah. I, it might have been a friend of ours in a group chat. The the like weird little Easter egg at the end. Yes, yes. That the, the Jamie the Jamie is not drumming, but he's not in the band walking towards the drummer. But he's walking from the drummer's right side. Yes, good Easter egg. So anybody who's watched that, 
that based on based on information not heard from the other hosts of this podcast, but the word is that uh, perhaps James. perhaps Jamie's this going to be singing, not not playing drums. So that's going to be interesting. I, yeah. I, I fucking look forward to that so much. That'll be sick. Uh, yo, because do we anticipate stage outfits? Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Look, I, 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 I know we've t- talked about ghost main and all this shit. Uh, I finally saw some ghost main live footage and uh-huh. shit. I look, man, I'm in a, this is just where I throw my arms up and say I'm irrelevant. I'm old. Somebody kicks some sure. fucking dirt on me because I, I, I'm in a grave of my own irrelevancy. I, I th- there's people in fucking uh, Ghost Mane's backing whatever that are wearing like twizzy fucking nurses outfits covered in blood and fishnets and shit. And, and like uh-huh. everything old is new again. I'm watching Marilyn Manson and, and I'm like with a little bit of rap. Oh my god! Like I straight up, I don't. Hey, everybody at home, make your fucking hello, fellow kids memes in reverse. Goodbye, fellow kids. I don't understand a fucking thing anymore. You're going Grandpa Simpson walking out the door. <laughs> fucking for sure. Uh, here's the deal. I got nothing for Ghostman. Nothing. However, I can say for a certain person that looks fun. For for 16 year old Bob, not fun. I remember I was I I remember Marilyn Manson wasn't my thing. Uh, I probably wouldn't have liked that if I was 16, 17, 18. Now, I probably wouldn't like it because that's the fucking type of person I am. However, I see those shows and I see the energy and there's there's a lot of people having fun. So fuck it. Some dude from Marilyn Manson way, 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 way back in the day wanted to have sex with Mark Shutdown. Oh, no shit. Bless <laughs> how'd, that, I like how, how'd that go? We play, well, he didn't. Um, we played uh, in this place, Cheers in Miami. Yeah. Uh, with like Brethren. And, and it was literally Shy Hood's first show with Chad. Chad was in eighth grade. And a couple weeks, I guess they were there. Like, and like a couple weeks later, one of the dudes was doing an interview and talking how, how attracted he was to Mark. Mark's shutdown. Who at the time were probably 17. Oh, well, you know what? <laughs> Get that we were 19 and 20 and he was 17. Get that. Uh, Fuck uh, it. What? So that is, uh, uh, we'll, fi- we'll file that under third tier lore. That is very weird. But, I love it. I'm, I'm in. I think that might be second tier lore. That's great. Never heard it before. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm happy for Code Orange. That's, I think that this record will be very big. I just need some heavy out of them. And I'm going to be. I'm gonna be psyched on I'm gonna be psyched on music videos. I'm gonna be psyched on everything they do. But like musically, for me to like, and again, when I say they should be getting me off, of course, not really. I'm fucking. I have rarefied tastes. You know what I mean? Firstly, they should do whatever their conscience compels them. Whatever they want to do as artists. Secondly, they should do whatever means that they can. You know, fucking get new sneakers. And and number three, uh, you know, who gives a fuck about me? But I want the heavy. Uh, I I agree with everything you said, uh, except I'm not sure that it'll be big just because I don't know where the place is for this in this world. But the dynamic of having a front man, lead singer, and then the dual vocals kind of thing changes the dynamic of the band so much in a live setting that it could easily propel them to a much bigger place than they are. 
I also just like it because Jamie, who talks a lot of shit, is now going to have to be in. Put up. He's going to have to be in the in the rare seat of a front person. In which, the limelight. Listen, man. I'm highly competitive. Somebody was somebody's sister might have thought I looked like fucking a baby having a tantrum the other day. Mm. But but uh, I am a the only person that I've told you there's tears to this shit. And I'm lower top tier right now because justice justice is still in the game and he's hard wow. to fucking topple. But I, I am lower top tier and I'm. I'm working on my body to climb the ranks. When I get fully physically fit, I'm coming for all of you. All right, Who's dude. the top of the top tier, Pat? You know, my bandmates think that I could never topple Brendan from Turnstile. I don't so think I anyone can. He would be the number one. I don't think so either. Uh, here's here's my. I think Brendan is a is a great great front person, but I, my only complaint about him is that he doesn't appeal to my sensibility of being like chatty or casual. You, you know what I mean? Which isn't, yep. which is, which isn't everybody's vibe. And he does an excellent job of keeping things moving. You know what I mean? But I, for my taste, I like, like, like I always say on this podcast, sick of it all literally changed the direction of my life by joking with the crowd. You know what I mean? Like truly like, like I saw things differently after that day. And I, uh, so that's more my, what appeals to me, but, uh, Brendan is hard to dethrone. Um, yeah, I don't think, yeah, I think yeah. you don't have the body rhythm that that dude has. He's kind of, he almost is like a mystical creature version of Justice. Justice has a more physical presence. Yeah. To me, I feel like he's just like into the, like he doesn't have like, here's my move for this song. No. Oh, no, 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 no. He's just, and, and, and listen, Justice, Justice is still top of the heap in my view, but uh, he, he, with angel dust it's a different less physical vibe which doesn't mean it's not fucking still good but it just means that i can gain some ground on him so so i'm i'm climbing yo let's keep talking about this for a second because a friend of the podcast uh although lapsed listener needed an update on the last two episodes uh brian murray yeah uh, and that's what i said uh we watched a lot of footage from fya because a lot of it's on uh, youtube now yep and uh, uh, we were vicious, cruel to f- to the front people. And although uh, one guy in that one person stood out to me, mm-hmm. singer from fucking Never in the Game. Yo, okay, uh, he's good. But do you know who I thought might have? Well, firstly, uh, Gulch is is probably uh, the the like. So yes. here's the deal. Not that is so specifically not my energy. Like that is not what I'm about. What shirtless with jeans? No, yeah, shirtless with jeans. That, that, actually, is, that actually is my vibe. But no, uh, kind of that. Like uh, to me, he strikes me like that. His performance is kind of like ver- this is this is going to sound derisive. I mean, I've you know I've met this kid. I like this kid, and I like Gulch. This is not a dismissal. It strikes me as youth attacky. You know what I mean? And like. Lo- like it has a loft sort of thing going on that is never really my vibe. And I bet you they're so far from that you would have no idea. No, I yeah. I, I don't think th- I don't think they're like walking in those footsteps. I just think that that's what like if I watch them, I'd be like, oh, this this reminds me of some of the loft stuff around New York. Just Except the, the biggest difference though is that I think they bring such a different energy in terms of like those dudes aren't loft punk guys. 
they're the dudes who are making jokes and laughing about tsunami. You know what I mean? Oh, like it's oh, and that just that difference in energy makes such a big difference. What if Straight Edge never took off? Would hardcore have attached itself to something else? Uh, uh, no. Yeah, probably. Because, it, look, it's, it's tried a lot of weird shit. Uh, Krishna, uh, Hardline. Veganism. Uh, veganism. Vegetarianism. Vegetarianism. Uh, you go to the more punk side, Anarcho, yep. more political different things. Yep. Some, I mean, Yo, now I- more like very progressive thought, some leftist thought. We see... Some more regressive thoughts and some of the things right now too. So, could, could somebody hit us that's into the um, current modern anarcho scene and tell us what the politics are right now? Mm, good Chumba question. Wumba. I'd be curious. Chumba Wumba. <laughs> I think that's the current politic. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> what like vague nods at anarchism, but also like yo, let's get this spread, homie. Yeah, let's do this. Th- tub th- let's tub thump some tubs. Thump some tubs. <laughs> Who 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 is double? Who sings double vision? Double vision. Um, just Google. Double Did you just vision. sing Desperado? No, no, no. <laughs> double it's, vision. No, no, no. It's it's a uh, dun, 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 double visions. It's not Desperado, but it's not far off from. That, oh, foreigner. Uh, foreigner. Yeah. Play I just asked because when we're talking about Bob Seger, mm. there's Night Moves, the strip club outside of Albany, and then there's also yes. Double Vision. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking, wow, those are both classic rock songs. That it's That's like, so on brand for North Upstate. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. What if Ceremony threw it back to a power violence record? Oh, that'd be weird. Mm. Um, wouldn't be completely... Look, I'm not saying those dudes are trolls, but I'm saying they're having fun with what they do. It wouldn't shock me if they did that because it wouldn't. I think they're probably aware that it would not feel cloying or desperate. It would feel like, oh, they're doing what they want to do. Yeah, and and it might. I'd be curious to see what they would do if they tried to do a revisit to some faster, faster material. Yeah, because I think they're more versed, heavier students of everything now as older folks. I think they would do something sort of different than what they did. Um, my favorite Bob Seger song is still the same. Good song. Ooh, what a track. Emotional. Um, what if Henry didn't join Black Flag? Uh, I, I think not as much a legacy, for sure. Uh, Who Ro- knows how far they go? Rollins was a personality. People don't got to like it. No. Uh, people, go, yo, have we ever encountered anybody, with the exception of perhaps Morrissey, that people run hot and cold on, depending on the fucking five-year period? They're hot and they're cold. They're yes and they're no. Yeah. They're in, they're out. <laughs> they're up, they're in, down. Uh, they're wrong when it's right. Black when it's white. At, I'm not wrong, right? Fucking no, no, Rollins. he's 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 the dude. Like, there's other dudes. Like, you can compare names and stuff, but like, like uh, fucking what's his face? What are you watching? A panda wrestling video? They have this giant panda called Andre the Holy Giant. Holy fuck, panda. that panda! Look how giant. big that fucking yeah. thing is, right? Look, watch. Is it an inflatable? Yeah, it must okay, be. Yeah. I, there's a human being in there. Okay, and this one's gonna jump into it. No, Are they wrestling. I... No, he's doing. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this giant inflatable panda just headbutt what looks like a four foot works. tall woman. Um, Rollins. That's the kind of wrestling I'm into. That's cool. It's called DDT. That's cool. That's cool. I'm with that. Um, but they have like other giant things that they've. That should I I will go. Can we find out when there's a show like that in New York? Yeah, okay. yeah. W- would attend. Yes, Rollins is right there with Morrissey. Huge polariz- polarizing guy. Uh, could you imagine any of the other Black Flag singers singing on stuff like My War? No, no. 
No, doesn't doesn't play. Do you remember when Rollins said something uh, less than delicate about suicide, and people were big mad for a week? You all get so mad out there. Have you ever watched any of the Rollins spoken word stuff from like the nineties? It tires me out. I'll be honest with it's, you. It is tiring. He gets he's kind of exhausted. But some of it, I mean, a lot of it is not not for this time. Oh no! Yeah, no, no, no. All right. Um, what if JJ and Harley never beefed? Uh, never. We, we uh, well, oh. we talked about this, didn't we? Kind of address this that we probably we would have gotten a metal leaning record. That yeah, best wishes wouldn't have been as good with JJ on it. I think best wishes wouldn't have been as good with JJ on it. I don't. I don't think it would have positively impacted their music at all. I don't think it would have impacted the quality of the Chromax music at all. No, but I mean, best wishes would not as you think it's better with Harley. Yeah, yeah, mm. he's a better singer. Mm. In yeah, the scheme of things, true. in the grand scheme, and of even things. when they, what's the record? They double up the vocals. It's the next one, right? Near death, right? No, um, near death experience, Alpha Omega. I think one of those they doubled. Harley doubled up. I'm his not going to front. I don't listen to them enough to even be able no, to tell you. Which it's, it's it's yeah, but it's not great. And if they tried to do on best, best wishes, it probably would taken away from. If they didn't beef, honestly, probably the Chromags tour more with consistency, and perhaps this would be a good thing for you. Mm, me, they. They take out they take, it's the no. <laughs> the weird legacy resonance of the band is somewhat diminished because they continued steady touring for fucking a while. Fucking for sure, yeah. So you get a little less of that, man, the fucking Chromags. But now also we'd be less annoyed by the weird like ongoing on be like online beef Dude. of two men who are man. old enough to be everyone's dad. Yes. Um so yeah, like it's cool. Um and last one, what if Poison Idea had written Portland Crew instead of Judge writing New York Crew. Uh, okay. They probably have better stories. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's an interesting question. Right? They might. I feel like Jerry A and Pig Champion probably had some shit and in Portland, the early, early 80s. Of- Portland's a fucked up place. The drinking is great comp um, with Final Warning uh, and some other wild bands. Portland seems like a pretty fucked up place in the 80s. Yeah, it does actually. So imagine like being those dudes. Yeah, mm. probably got some good stories like in remembrance of old PDX of old Portland. Yeah, they'd. How do you think the dudes from Poison Idea feel about like the nouveau Portland, like Portlandia? Oh. I mean, it's the same thing as like what probably Roger thinks about the Lower East Side. Yeah. So wait, who, uh, who's who's alive in the band? Big Champion's dead. Big right. Champion, the main songwriter's dead. Uh, Jerry A. The the note. I don't know about the other guys. They're kind of like the no, other the two players, main, but the two, two main guys. One are, of the two main guys is dead. dead okay, yeah. so Pig Champion's dead. Uh, singer's alive. Singer's alive. Do we think Singer is still in Portland or it, it, everybody relocates to? Oh, Arizona. that's a good question. That's or or, or Austin. Or Austin. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That's a good question. Um, yeah. I, I I don't know. I there was a time when back in the day when I would go to Seattle, you'd just see like Mark Arm walking around. You know what I mean? And yep. that was like a like a thing. I, I wonder, I wonder about dudes that are like tied to a place and and stay there. I don't know if I would. Yeah. Do you think? I'm are a, you the? Am I are, in Albany? Are you the Jerry A of Albany? Yes. I bet there's a lot of dudes who would actually, especially in Albany, really prefer to have that position. Oh, I can tell you, there certainly are. <laughs> Jerry A. Portland, uh, shockingly, no no Google results. Oh. Yeah, not great. Um. All right. Uh, let's see this. Do, 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 do. People still responding to the 
poll. Um, what if HR didn't slowly lose his mind? Okay. Um, uh, again, I don't think it would have impacted the music of the Bad Brains. Oh, really? I don't think so. Live, definitely. Well, live for sure. You know what, though? I think maybe some of the lyrical choices by Eye Against Eye would have been less I don't think wild. He was that, I don't think he was that sick back then. Well, well, let's say he was just slowly. Let's say that he... No, he was probably pretty just weird. Yeah, I right. Mean, was, so, so the I, decline starts... I think the decline like goes God of later. Love. Yeah, and I don't fuck with right. that. I don't think he sings on God of Love. Oh, he does. It does Rise is the one with oh yes. Rise that's yes. you're right you're right, you're right you're right you're right uh, so wait God of Love is the one after that's that right. in like ninety right four on five. on the Beastie Boys label on Madonna's label yeah. oh Maverick. Madonna's label Maverick. you're yeah. correct you're correct not a terrible record you know what I thought about it the other day I the thought about God of Love the, is pretty great I thought about the fact that I, I haven't really for a long time. heard it in yeah forever like it's not great but it's not bad for the last Bad Brains record there was people who were like it's not bad yeah there was came out a few years ago it's pretty bad. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't given it a shot. Um, but they, they went from being the best live act ever yes. to an embarrassment. Yeah. Here's the deal. And it's, it felt like it was over a couple years. sick, too, so it's fucked yeah. up. Right. Knowing it's not what, even like, oh, he didn't take care of himself, and now he's fucking out of shape. It's like, oh, dude. like Knowing what I know about him now, yeah. I'm not saying he can like walk into a supermarket and shoot people, but I'm saying like he can do almost anything, and I'm just like... Yo, that dude's been through a lot, man. Uh, uh, the, but has he? Yo, the thing that he, the actual ailment that he oh, had. Oh, that's a whole other yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's what, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the fuck he's doing in his, his life, free yeah, time. Yeah. But I'm saying that ailment is so insane and so unfair mm-hmm. that it, it is, uh, there's almost nothing that he could do that I wouldn't be like, he needs to blow off steam, man. You so here's, I, mean? I have a fucked up story about him if I could tell it. Yeah. Please do. You want to say whatever you were going to no, say? No, what I was going to say was just, because um, it's less funny, is that just perhaps we saw the writing on the wall with it, but there was no way to know that. Right. Is that he, like, do you remember the Soul, Soul Brains did a tour? It's like 99 or 2000. Yeah, with the Chromex. Uh, no, before then. The, the first tour back. Because that the tour with the Chromex, he was acting super erratic. Yes. And there were some shows where he was pretty good. Like, people were like, oh, the Baltimore show was good. And I was like, Philly was so bad, I just walked out. Mm. Uh, and I saw him in Worcester on that tour, and I was like, eh. I saw him at Birch Hill, the tour before that, when they first came back at Soul Brands, and they were fucking great. But then, like, the New York show was... Eh. Like, yeah. people who went to both shows were like, yeah, I don't know, New Jersey was better? So it's it's hard. Like, what can you say with a dude who's kind of was seen as a space cadet as right. a dude who's just weird and erratic behavior, you know? So story. So, uh, I don't even know the name of these people. So I'm me and my buddy are on Bedford Avenue, you know, years and years ago. And he had, remember when death wish made those like Henry and Glenn and HR yes. Like, yes. lead singer shirts. So my buddy has it on and like we're outside the, the Turkey's nest I'm on Bedford Avenue. So I'm, like this punk couple like, Oh shit. Good shirt. We're talking, whatever, whatever. And they're like, yeah, you know, I met HR. Man. I say that yeah. when I say that free is better than half heart, people get people just dismiss it like as Patrick being contrary. Yeah. But I'd like listeners that don't have a, a an, an emotional connection to half heart, a sentimental connection to half heart, to go listen to both bands and tell me with a so the non half heart fans, if you could listen to both of those and just speak from 
your non-biased place. Uh, and I'm really curious. To listen to Have Heart and Trapped Under Ice? No, Have Heart and Free. And, oh, Free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, perfect. Yeah. And because I don't think that I could ever get a straight answer out of a Have Heart fan you know like well that that conversation is basically about imprinting right you know what i mean right so 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 i'm looking for people like me or maybe young people that don't have really have heart doesn't mean anything to them because they're so young Mm -hmm. but tom this is a weird question but you actually are positioned in a very similar situation to this do you think that most precious blood nothing in vain might get overlooked by people who kind of imprinted on indecision Unorthodox, one hundred percent. Yeah, okay. I, I think because I was going to say, no, you know? with like you were saying, like with no real attachment. To, you know what I mean? Like if you listen to like yeah. Unorthodox and you listen to like Nothing in Vain, you'd be like, oh, this is a better band. Right, 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 and it's all the same components, and and like clearly you're you're attached to both, but you know in a pretty similar way. <laughs> so it's like. Oh, what, what, what's, why isn't this one get the same credit? That is a fascinating question. So let's do that. Uh, Patreon people who, who are either nonplussed by half heart or just don't have that weird emotional resonance. And, and like, yo, be, be honest with yourself. If you've got that emotional resonance, it, it's real, you know? Um, yeah. I, I, just so we're clear, I'm not trying to take it away from you or make it so you've got to like free it as much as I do. I just don't. Th- yeah. I just don't think that there's going to be an honest answer from a from a have hardian. You know what I mean? Like, well, the the one the one part I will tell you is I think that free might be a slightly, and I say this very carefully, slightly stripped down um, version of have heart in the way that some of the dramatic flair that you find on the half heart LPs, yes, isn't there Ag- with free. Agreed, and here's a that might appeal. And, and what I would recommend to you is going back to the early have hard stuff, but the problem there is that their aptitude and skill level just isn't there. Okay, so so here's what I would say about that. You're yes, exactly right. The early have hard stuff leans too closely to like post youth crew material that I don't like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So stylistically, it's a challenge for me. Free, I agree with you, is the stripped down version, non dramatic version, and t- for my money, is actually borderline hard. And, and that that oh, really, that really appeals to me. It's not hard, but it it's bo- yeah. it's closer. It's borderline, and I like it a yeah. lot. Yeah. Okay. I I do think that um, at some point. So we've talked about it a few times. We're gonna start. We're gonna do this at some point. And I think you both are into this idea, where we listen to two records by the same band and compare them and kind of go deep on yeah. it. Yeah. Love it. I think I I think Have Heart's a really good candidate for that for the two LPs. One hundred percent. So that that one's we should put on the list, and and then if we want to do like a little bonus on that, it'll be an extension of this conversation. We'll compare have our those two LPs to the free material. Cool, I think that'd be yeah, kind of cool. Um, so how do we get there? We got there based on how uh, we tra- we're talking about trash talk of all things. Oh, trash talk. Yeah, I think non-core. The live experience is super fucking important, and and like I don't know who I was talking about it to recently. But we had a really deep conversation about like, hey, if they're not good live, like that kind of takes away from it. And in the reverse where the record sucks, but they're really good live, you almost give them a pass and you go, well, they, the record sucks, but I'm going to check out their next record if I like them enough live. And you're probably willing to do that at least for two records. OK, let's let's do a fun thing. Agree with what you're saying right now. Yes. Uh, let's do a fun and there is a band that uh drug church is going out with that 
has been around a long time and I have no real love for, but I'm guessing that if I watch them for, for any of this tour, I'm going to walk away with a, with a different appreciation because they are like, they're, they're a big sounding band and I guarantee I'll be sucking. I gave more thought afterwards. Kelly Kapowski had a little too much of a, a like, uh, Kelly Bundy had a grimy vibe that I vibed on. Sure. That if I was comparing characters, I'd go Bundy. But Tiffany Amber Thiessen or Christina Applegate, it's, it's T-A-T all the wow. way. Wow. All, okay. all, all the way. Um, let's see. I think there's a couple here that I'm going to get to that we didn't get to. Uh, <laughs> Madball or Agnostic Front, Patrick? Ooh, tough. Uh, yeah, that is kind of tough. Um, I probably like more Madball material. Quicksand or Rival Schools, Patrick? That's very tough because my new appreciation. Oh, shout out to Chris uh, Trainer who uh, uh, relayed uh, his appreciation for my appreciation the other day. Good, good, uh, good. Um, uh, so okay, like uh, Maui said, you're welcome. So the guy from Chris Bush Trainer. acknowledged that you liked Rival Schools. Yes. Uh, so shout out to him. How? Um, uh, well, uh, he, he apparently he saw my story and he DM'd me. Uh, oh, but uh, <laughs> I thought it had something to do with the podcast, but I know you don't promote it so well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so here, here's the deal. I'm going to say, um, uh, did Quicksand have any misses? N- no, 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 no. no. Uh, did rival schools have some misses? Yeah. I don't know. I, well, that middle record, I think pedals, pedals took some chances that I'm not sure every one of them paid off. It's interesting. A pedals grows on you, um, and there's a couple tracks on there. The, actually, the best song from that session is a B-side that's only like a digital EP B-side called Arranged Marriages mm. that is out fucking rageously good. And like the fact that it didn't make it over a few of the songs on there, especially because there's a few songs on pedals that are uh, – redos of tracks that were on the unreleased record so i'm saying that there's some songs on uh pedals that gtg uh all right we'll we'll we'll, you know what that's an album the album one we'll do that one and slip is the best of all right united by fate is a real strong contender united by fate has really crept up for me in a serious way i think it's great but but slip you know what i would like to do is i'd like to get some lyrical content background on slip because i know it's there walter is a is a nut i know a lot of the lyrical background on united by fate and it enhances the experience in a weird way because typically i'm a i don't give a fuck what's it mean to me guy but some of that shit because of how uh inverted he he makes it lyrically is is really impressive well like dine alone is probably about like oh that's about ray capital like something ridiculous like holy shit Uh, Oh, yeah, it could be like a singular experience where it's like, 
yeah, like, uh, you know, it could be a very deep thing or something totally off the wall. I, I mean, right, no, the, 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 the song Requiem, which is a Walter song uh, that he did with World's Fastest Car, he would play it with Rival School sometime, but I don't think it was ever officially released until he did it solo stuff. Is this beautiful, fucking deep, rich song, and it's about John Travolta. And it's like, wait, what? And right. it's about John Travolta's career, and if you hear it, it sounds like this really kind of like personal story. And it's like, no, I, I wrote about John Travolta and his career. It's like, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, Fuck. I guess if you're that good, you can really write about anything. Yeah, mm. bless up. Wow. Um, martial arts versus kaiju. Oh, um, you know, uh, so like, what would we say is the best martial arts movie of all time? Uh, arguably, The Raid. Hmm. Uh, or the raid two, uh, not, not, not versed enough to speak on it. So, uh, so uh, what I just said, Bob would, might be controversial in some circles. And Mm -hmm. some, some people might say that that's a superior action movie, not a superior martial arts movie, but I think it's probably a superior martial arts movie in my estimation. At any rate, uh, that's, that's the top for me. And it's almost like a John Wick scenario where, where do you go from there? Does the, does the genre even have a future? Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Uh, and whereas kaiju stuff, they have found ways to make it uh, interesting, uh, like that Shin Godzilla. Did anybody see that? Yes, I did actually. So, so like, uh, by taking things in a weird self self referential or deconstructionist uh, direction, it, they're doing interesting things. Whereas I don't know if we're going to be able to get that out of martial arts films going forward. Okay. So, uh, huh? I'm going to say kaiju right now. Tom, anything on that or not? I have no fucking idea what kaiju is. Right. Is that like a Pacific Rim? I have no idea. Yeah, that would count. Yeah. Uh, just big monsters. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably go. Well, like, is that like Godzilla too? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, wow. I go kaiju. But he's, I, but he's the king I think of martial arts. Might, might get, uh, yeah, I, I got to do some more exploring that world. I'd go, so. I'd go kaiju. Sure. Yeah. Robocop versus Terminator. Tom, start us off. Robocop versus Terminator. I would go Terminator. Terminator by a mile. It's not a mile for me. Um, it's a oh, because you yeah you have some, some love for Robocop. Huh? It, well, it's a way Terminator is a way better action movie, way better. But uh, Robocop is is a satire, and it's a really perfect satire. Hmm. So uh, they both have their strengths. I'm gonna say uh, I'll say Terminator too, but or I'll say Terminator also, but not but uh, only by. One one length. Is Terminator Two a perfect movie? Yes. Yes. Okay. I think I think every person in our general age range feels that. So yes. Alien versus Predator. Um, I'm I'm uh, Aliens is a superior movie. Yes. To any Predator movie, but the original Predator is is a fun. Fanta- yeah. It's fantastic, and Predator Two is t- deeply underrated. Yeah. Uh, this is oh, no. Everybody can get on this probably. Thanos versus Darkseid. I think Tom's going to struggle with Darkseid. I don't know uh, who Darkseid is. Darkseid is the uh, Jack Kirby creation from the early 70s Superman who uh, is essentially who Thanos is based off of. I got nothing. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he, he basically runs a planet that is essentially hell and he's, tr- he's trying to create the anti-life equation. Uh, yes. So... so you know what? Thanos is way more my speed, but I I love the notion of the anti-life equation. So yeah. so, so I'm going to go uh, split decision. 
push. Yeah, that's a real it's a real tough one. Um, you know what works against Thanos is that uh, both these characters actually have been done dirty over the past twenty years. Uh, it's Thanos for me. Obituary versus death. I would go obituary uh, by a long while. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. And, and weirdly, I felt the need to say respectfully. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I death is, I you know. I don't know why, but, but, but I felt the need to say respectfully. I, Chuck I'm is, going obituary. Chuck yeah. Schuldner's dead. Yeah. Um, leeway versus killing time, Patrick. Me Oops. and Patrick. Me and Tom have done this on air and off air, and just in general, we discussed this. Leeway versus killing time. Okay, no, uh, let's not get into any details uh, that we might know about people's lives or don't, or don't know about people's sure, lives. Sure, yes. Um, I was discussing Leeway with somebody the other day that was so passionate about their distaste for Eddie that it seemed almost blinding. And it's nobody that knows him. And sure. I thought that I thought that that was the weirdest thing I'd ever heard. Like it was like, like he just no, hates his face. Yeah, right, right. Just hates his face. Like I fucking and hate your face. And I was like, wow, it's really I. Um, uh, you know what? I I think I'm gonna say Killing Time. Okay. Uh, but you could put on either one of those, and I would consider them. You know, essential New York hardcore that's good, uh, mm-hmm. but but probably not. My neither one would be my immediate reach, I don't think. Yeah, uh, ghoulies versus gremlins versus critters. Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like, or how you cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana, or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there. Well, hey, friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? 
I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Okay, so Gremlins is the best movie, objectively. Critters is the most fun. Ghoulies is trash, but maybe you want to watch it on a Saturday because, I don't know, you're also looking at your phone. Uh, Tom, anything on that? I mean, I would go Gremlins by, you know. Yeah, same. Gremlins. Um, Two comic ones, Ditko or Kirby? Ditko, surprisingly. Wow, that is interesting. I don't know. You know what? Kirby, I still need to dig into his classic DC material. And I'm somewhat intrigued by New Gods, like the uh, OG runs. New Gods is a little too gibberish to for yes. Uh, I, I, it's kind of the read I get. So, so you you're you've got way more history and long time comic reader. You 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 could definitely hang, but yeah. like, but but what I'm saying is, like our listeners, unless they're like in it are not going to get a ton out of that run. Yeah. However, however, Bob, for you, if you haven't checked out his commandy work, uh, Oh, I've seen, yeah, the stuff I've, the stuff I have, I, I truly enjoy. I think it's it, good. His double page spreads, which I think are in every single yes. issue as the second and third page, probably his trademark by that point are so fucking good. I know. I know. Like better than the captain America work, but it's just, yeah. it's just great. Um, Ditko doesn't get enough credit, and it's really nice to see people make ask that question. I think, uh, I, I you know, I think he gets a good amount of love, but he doesn't get love in the way that he should in Gen Pop. Well, he he's also like uh, Kirby is a love the uh, style stylization or don't, whereas Ditko is pure fundamentals. Yes, uh, Frank Miller or Alan Moore. Oh, as a as a writer, there's no debate. It's Alan Moore. Yeah. Um, as as a as an overall creator, I mean, Frank Miller is kind of incomparable. Uh, let, let me say something real quick before we lose Tom on this. Yes, uh, <laughs> I like Frank Miller. Yeah, well, okay. that's the thing. I think Frank Miller's style is like Sin City was dope. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, so have we discussed my theory that Frank Miller is such a singular talent that we've allowed him to have a character arc? Oh, interesting. Uh, so. That's too meta. That's too meta. <laughs> so, so Frank Miller, for people that don't know, was a pariah uh, maybe seven years ago. Yep. Uh, and this is me talking out of turn. It's nobody's business, but he had a problem that he was managing at that time. Uh, and along with having problems is having weird thoughts in your head. Yep. And And he had – some reactionary, uh, like by today's standards, highly unpopular, though perhaps in the wake of 9-11, maybe popular, uh, views. Uh, He has not renounced those per se, but he has distanced himself as much as you could from a life that you don't want to be reminded of. Yes. And uh, Tom, this is a part that you might find interesting. There is a graphic novel called Holy Terror. It was, yep. origi- it was originally going to be Batman, Holy Terror. Uh, it couldn't be published even, even in the jingoistic heart of post-9-11, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this sort of America. It couldn't be p- 
published as a Batman book, so Miller basically took the horns off the character and published it any, or took the ears off the character and published it anyway. And uh, it is so Batman was a terrorist, or he Batman, was fighting, Batman was fighting the terrorists. Yes, but in a way that um, is highly stylized and beautiful and clever mm-hmm. and uh, aesthetically superior. And, and also and racist. Arguably, <laughs> arguably very racist. Uh, I, I don't think you have to see it through those lens. Uh, no, of, correct. Uh, but uh, it is, uh, it's hard not to uh, discuss it. Uh, what else did a, he do after Sin City? Movie 300. Uh, that was, oh, shit, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else. He's done a, so much stuff. Uh, what uh, was that movie about the, the, like the orphanage? Oh, I don't know. Uh, shit. Oh, shit. He, direct, he directed a movie when he shouldn't have. Uh, he directed The Spirit. Uh, and, oh, yeah. Yep. And, yep. and he, sh- he should not have. Poor entry point to it. Yep. Yep. So, uh, you know, he was riding really, really high. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a- 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 after, after Sin City. And uh, did the Stephen King. Stephen King uh, directed Maximum Overdrive uh, at a time in his life when he shouldn't have done that. And because uh, he had those opportunities as a writer, like he was the hottest writer and he had the clout to like, OK, kind of write, write his way anywhere he wanted. Right. And, and they gave him the director responsibilities on that. And he just wasn't. You know, and, and he wasn't in the mind frame. Is that a good way to put that? Yeah. Uh, to, to do that, and neither was Frank. So, uh, yeah, but, I, but what I'm saying is, in the same way that Mike Tyson is a convicted uh, rapist, and uh, we have allowed Mike Tyson to have a character arc, in part for a thing that people don't want to talk about, which is in part because he is arguably – the, in the best three that ever did it, uh, if generationally he is the yes. best. Like if you're talking to if you're talking to somebody under uh, uh, under forty, yep. uh, it's it's uh, it's either him or uh, 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 who the fuck uh, 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 Chavez. No, fought Pacquiao. Fought the Pacquiao fight. Uh, Mayweather. Uh, yeah. Floyd Mayweather. It's, it's, so it's either Tyson. Floyd is the only, only, I mean, Tyson was the last dinosaur. He was the last of the great heavyweights. You know? Correct. And, and that and, was a different thing than Mayweather. And Mayweather is a fantastic boxer, but it's just different. So let's say that if you're under, if you're under fucking 50, uh, yeah. Tyson is the best heavyweight you saw in your life. Without question. Yeah. So, so, so with, with, Getting to see fifty plus year old George Foreman doesn't really count, right? Still cool, actually, though. Super but, cool. He had some great fights, but, yeah, but a, great, no. a better grill. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oof. Uh, so good pun, Tom. But anyway, my point is that because Mike Tyson is a singular talent that we all admire, uh, fair or unfair, we've allowed him his redemption. Yes, and, and uh, Frank Miller to me is the arts equivalent of that, and I find that really interesting. All right, let's bring it back in here. Dillinger Escape Plan or Botch? Uh, I'm going to say Botch. Tom? I think we did this, but I think I went Dillinger. What was your argument for Dillinger on that? Was it just they had calculating infinity was just a higher high? Yeah, I think so to me. I never really got that. I missed Botch. Okay. Yeah, I, 
I largely did too, but after calculating, uh, Dillinger does basically nothing for me. What is the one botch record? It's got a very memorable cover. We are the Romans. No, maybe it was before that. America Nervoso. I might be thinking of fucking grade to be honest, but yeah, that shows my, my interest on that. Um, Nike Air Maxes or Vans? Fuck. Can I, can, can I just wear thumbtacks? Tom is saying Vans. No, I'm saying Air Max. Oh, you're saying Air Max? Oh, yeah. Okay, good, yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Vans, but I'd rather, I'd rather uh, just be homeless and wrap my, uh, take plastic bags from a Grand Union and wrap them around my feet. Good Grand Union reference. Uh, Vane or Jesus piece? Uh, I'm going to go... <sighs> I'm going to go vain, uh, but my appreciation for Jesus Peace has gone up uh, since the last record, probably. You're going vain. Yes, though neither scratches an itch for me, and I do think that Jesus Peace last record for people into heavy hardcore, um, it somehow might have been slept on. Uh, slept on, but it, and interestingly, I think is now starting to do the rounds again which i yeah. think is a really interesting thing for a sleeper record like that uh we did this tom but patrick pizza rolls or bagel bites i'm gonna say bagel bites okay uh hope conspiracy or suicide file oof uh at the time i would have said suicide file by 20 lengths but i did that uh hope con uh discography listen and they're fucking good man yeah tom Oh man, um, it's very close, but I would probably go suicide file. It's suicide file for me, but but I I, I am hope conspiracies like prolific career, like they have triple the the output of suicide file. They're compilers, as they say in the Hall of Fame. Right, right. Like like it might be. Good reference. It's probably yeah, great reference. It's it's a it's a fun conversation to have. Right. Suicide file um, was Don Mattingly. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Can, can, can we do a thing? Okay, you guys are better at finding tasteful, respectful ways to do a thing than I am. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> would it? So we were just talking about fucking burn. We were talking about agnostic front. These are, these are older bands than suicide file, but they're, they're canon bands. Yeah. Suicide file. Would it be a fair thing respectfully to them to Mm -hmm. listen to their discography and say, does this hold up? Like, is that a conversation that's weirdly unfair because there's stuff like it would almost be like, saying yes of course richard pryor stands up but what about uh this wesley mat- snipes what about this <laughs> well those, they're doing two and two different things i'm talking about stand-up i know <laughs> <laughs> wesley ain't that good i've seen him yeah. uh the what i'm saying is like is it is there something disrespectful about that or is that a no. question that can be asked? no i think it's those a great question 17 years old yeah it's, it's a fantastic question to ask it's it's so good because um, they're not a band that gets talked about all the time, but there are there is a bit of a cult of Suicide File. Yeah, but would you? But say it's like it's like low key, and I, I mean I think putting a shine on their discography and actually like deep dive listening to it because it's like okay, we did that five for five. Suicide File did not make our five records um, from that time frame. 
they may have been in our honorable mentions, but I think they might have been like an honorable mention to the honorable mention. Okay, wow. But at the time, yep. in the moment, there definitely were people who would have been ardent to say, yo, Suicide File matters. Uh, yeah. I, I knew people that that was their have heart in terms of what they looked forward to yes. com- coming to coming to Albany, for example. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I think it, I think it's a good discography. Listen, I think because we, we do the, the the deep dive. So so let's put su- maybe we do suicide file for our next deep dive. It's not that long to listen. No. Um, we did an episode, the Hardcore Census, where we got it got a little competitive. It was fun. That was fun, right? I won. Right? You I think? Fun. Yeah, you won. You you yeah. did win, and yeah. people liked it mostly because it gave a little insight into um, the uh, real life version of Pat Kinlan, the one who's a little bit competitive, and you can hear it yeah. in his voice, yeah. and not just uh, not just radio personality Pat Kinlan. So. <laughs> So we're going to play a game. It's not going to be very long. Pat, how competitive would you say you are on a scale of 1 to 10? I'd say I'm a solid 8. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, this isn't... I, I think I mentioned this. I was trying to come up with a cool game that we could play that isn't on some like obscure trivia shit. It isn't on some like, oh, do you know the fourth 7-inch by this band? Because I was like, that's just that's not fun, and that's not what the energy is. The energy is let's have a competition. I'll be keeping score. I'm hosting. The game is name game. <clears throat> uh, the way it works is I'm going to give you a clue, and I have several clues for most of these, but it is two band names that fit together by a word. The last word or last part of the name of the first band is the first part of the second band's name. Got it. Got it, Pat? Like like killing time flies. Exactly. Oh, okay. Okay. Exactly. All right. Sure. All right. So let me give you guys a test one, and we're going to go back and forth. I'll keep score. If the person misses it, the other person can steal, but we'll go back and forth. Okay? So now, Bob, you're going to give us like two clues, right? I'll give you two clues. Um, right, I'll, like, gi- I'll like, give you I'm one, older. and if you need a second, I'll give you a second. All so right, second. here's the sample. Tom, why don't you take this? Yes, sir. This is the sample. Doesn't count. Dan Yeeman's post-Kid Dynamite dark, quote-unquote, project meets the makers of Eye for an Eye. So it would be painted blacklisted. Ding, ding, ding. You got it. Fuck. I'm going to be terrible at this. This is hard. All right. <clears throat> who, who wants to start? I guess I'll fucking embarrass go. myself. Go ahead. Go in. Okay. Straightforward Minneapolis hardcore band featuring members who would go on to Martyr AD and this Boston area, area Moshcore band who was on Eulogy Records. Holding on broken wings. Oh! Ding, ding, ding. You got it. Oh! You helped it with the Moscow part. I did. I killing did. it. I did. Well, it's, you know, I'm not trying. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make it. I want everyone. I want to get deep in this before you beat them, Tom. I also, I also don't think I needed help after eulogy, but go on. Uh, there you go. Tom. Yes. The first band is known for being on Positive Force Records, then Wishing Well, then Caroline. 
but are known for their association with a completely separate label. While the second started on AMREP and moved to Relapse, releasing notable material on both before continuing into other labels, including Southern Lord. All right, so Wishing Well and Caroline. Oh, Jesus. You know, um, Positive Force, then Wishing right. Well, then Caroline. But are okay. known more for being associated with a different label. Uh, oh, Youth of Today's a Day. Ding, ding, ding. Good Fuck, job. you're good. Would you have gotten that, Patrick? No. Well, you know what? Honestly, I was starting to put it together maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. That, oh, that was tough. I was like, uniform choice? No. But then Caroline and then another label. I was like, oh, Revelation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Um, oh, this is stressful. Patrick. Yeah, really. Go on. The things we carry into God is dead. Um, and th- 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 this is bands, not not like albums or anything. No like that, bands. Right? These are these are the al- these are albums or records by the band. So the okay, things we carry, okay, the things we carry you. into yeah. God is dead. Have so it's hard. What um, uh, I'm racking my brains for bands that start with the fucking heart. Um. Want a, want a second clue? Oh, I didn't know a second clue was oh, you available. Got a second clue Please. available. Uh, a band from Boston who's actually mostly from New Bedford is the first band. And yeah, thank you. You got it. <laughs> thank a, you. Yes. A New York City band who's mostly from Whitestone, Queens. They also appear on the New York Thrash Comp. <clears throat> oh, fuck. Calm down, calm down, Bob. I got it. Uh, you got it? Yep. Uh, Come on. Think about it. Uh, so they're from um, New York. Five, four. From four. New York and heart. Have um, heart. Have heart. Uh, I don't know. All right, Tom, hit him with it. Have Steel. heart attack. Have heart attack. The heart attack single. Early oh, New York City. Film. Nope, did not get it at all. Okay. So, yeah. Yes. Good job, Tom. Um, all right, Tom, you get to go. You're up one now. You stole one, oh. and you get to go again. Oh, so, man. I'm going to open this lead up. Canadians who woke the dead versus Pennsylvanians who never met the gooch. Come back, Kid Dynamite. Boom. Fuck. All right. Oh, Patrick, this is a good one for you. Tom, Justin, and Rachel versus <laughs> Buddha, Buddha and White Trash Rob. Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, most precious blood for blood. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Good job. Oh, come on. Tom, yeah, the, the, way, the way it laid, I mean, you would have got that one. It could have. I'm just, I didn't, these are random. <laughs> I mean, but that was kind of a random gimme to either one of us. But yeah, because yeah, oh, I'm trying to make it easy. Someone who's listening might go, oh, I don't know. Um, all right, Tom, this is you. Yes. Death Rattle. Into this Cleveland band named after a lip cream record. Death Rattle. Um, you have a second it, hint if you need it. Um, I think I might get it. Okay. Is it K 
King Nine Shocks Terror. Boom, boom, boom. Good Fuck. job. Fuck. Good job. All right, Patrick. Carl's post-terror band meets this Connecticut band that came before Kill Switch Engage. First blood has been shed. Boom. Oh. I was right in his wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was a little too easy. He's staying in there. He's staying in there. I'm still up by one, right? You're still up by one. It's 4-3. All right. A California band known for lifting Descendants lyrics in their big song and a Pittsburgh band who definitely lifts bleeps and blaps from 25 to life. Um, oh, the first one's getting... Is it face-to-face rack? Ding, ding, ding. Good job. Wow. I was going to go game. I'm like, no, game face didn't steal anything from Descendants. No, that ooh, and I could have mentally, if I was being asked this question, I could have slipped and been like game face wreck, you know. So yeah, have not. Um, all right, Patrick. Oh, mm. this, this is nerve wracking. Current score five three. Tom. Yeah. All right, Patrick. Richmond. Richmond intro. And Wilkes Bear heavy band. Um. Okay. Um. Richmond intro. I got it. Oh no no hold on. Uh and 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 Into, Wilkes-Barre heavy band. Yep. Um. I th- think I got Richmond. What? Uh. So say it to yourself and think. Then go Wilkes-Barre. Yep. Um, Wilkes Bear heavy. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, uh, Brace War Hungry. Boom! Good job, good job. I made these so they'd be more fun than hard. You know what I mean? So yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, T- Tom. I got a fucking lip cream. <laughs> yeah, you, you did good with that one. But yeah, I, you did. The King I, I, Nine helped me. That's once you get. That's the thing. Once you get one, you work from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what's interesting though? I would have gotten, I would have gotten the lip cream reference and not. I don't think I would have done the King Nine. I think yeah. I would have the King uh, Nine. The second was a harder. The second uh, hint was Long Island slash New York City band who may be scared to death, but not of this band who's merely paying <laughs> homage. Which is the two names of the uh, one is the name of the second Nine Shocks LP and the other. Damn, uh, my God! So yeah, it would have been hard if you didn't get it right off the top. All right. You're really good at this. All right. All right. You're ready. Five, four. Yes. We got a bunch here. Um, late 80s Californians who weren't too deep until now meet mid 90s New Jersey folks who were knee deep at Studio One. Got it. Tra- chain of Strength 691. Boom. Wow. Wow. I got Chain of Strength, did not get the second part. Wow. The, you would not have gotten the second one, which was one had a moon dog so- song written about them, which chain of strength. There's a, a song about the guys from chain of strength looking in the mirror too much. Um, <laughs> okay. the other, yeah. Strength six, nine, one. Um, wait, no is it strength? Pain. No, is it strength? Six, nine, one. Yeah. Has the infamous Rick to life quote, which is 
curb jaw strength curb jaw fat strength six nine one fatter. <laughs> wow. Good good Rick to life quote. Um all right, Patrick. Triple B tag team. The Richmond to Hudson Valley connection. Um Let me know if okay. you want the second hint. I assume the Hudson Valley one is is Mind Force. Um so uh um Triple B. Yeah, Richmond. What what, uh, Richmond. Oh, 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 uh, Division of Mind Force. Bing, nice. bing, bing. Good job. All right. Currently, the score is 6-5, Tom. He stole – oh, you stole that have heart attack, and that's that's so far the difference. Oh, damn. All right, I'm going to do this. This this is the way it falls. No, Bob is messing with the questions. I know. Tom. You can stay close. This is bullshit. Yeah. If Patrick was walking down the street with a Big Mac – in San Francisco and saw these boys, it would be on. <laughs> I love this. This is, this was weird. Oh, it's, um, it's, uh, break downtown boys. Yep. Good job. Oh, wow. That I wouldn't have gotten it. You would well, you know, it. I would have gotten breakdown and then been like, who do I have beef with in San Francisco? And then it would, I, I didn't really were San Francisco band, but I, and saw these boys? Come on, man. You got to listen to the context clues. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. All right. Oh, you saw him. The reference was Street Fight, Patrick? Yeah. All right. Jersey Shore's current heavyweights and the pre chain of strength band who wrote the Shattered Dreams LP on Fart Blossom Enterprises. What Fart in the Fart. fuck are you talking about? I got uh, it. <laughs> you, you should know this. You should know this. You should definitely know this. Okay, hold on. Start again, then. What, give, give me All right, ready? Give me the first one. Uh, Jersey, Sh- Jersey Shore current heavyweights and the pre-Chain of Strength band who wrote the Shattered Dreams LP that came out on Fart, Fart Blossom Enterprises. <laughs> okay. J- Jersey Shore heavyweights. Current. Current band. Current. Oh, 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 okay. Um uh, 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 oh, uh, blind, blind Justice League. Blind, blind Justice, Justice League. League. Good job. All right. The second hint was Jersey Shore band named after an AF song inlet and the an Inland Empire band named after the residents of the Hall of Justice. So that one I would have gotten straight away. would have gotten. Yes. All right. Tom. Yes. This one starts with the lyrics that open... Uh, the record, one of the biggest records for each of the bands here. The metronome was wrong again. All right. And I'll reach out my hand and you'll turn the other way. Cave inside out. Boom. Holy Very fuck. good. Holy fuck. That was a I tricky would... one. That yeah. metronome was wrong again. Yeah, of course. My, my mind blanked on... I blanked entirely on that. I, I you all confused me. Go on. Good. All right, Patrick, you might get lost in the dust here. Let's see. Baltimore's best New York hardcore band, okay. and and a deep cut New York hardcore band featuring Carl the Mosher and Mackie. Uh, Trapped under Iceman. Good job. Is he getting easier questions? He's not. This I, is, I'm, was- I'm reading them down the list straight up. <laughs> 
I mean, you have gotten two ones that I would not have gotten. So yeah, yeah I think somehow I'm getting easier questions. Like, yeah. right, isn't great on? like what's going on? Oh no, I'm reading. I'm reading straight down the list. I promise. It's like you that. 25 seconds of Google. This is not fair. <laughs> Tom, you're still. I've winning. seen that movie Game Show. You're still winning. All right, you ready? Goddamn right. Constant struggle is a mid '90s X Men crossover event. That, that's the question. Yes, constant. <laughs> that's the hint. If you need the second hint, just let me know. Constant struggle is a mid '90s X Men crossover event. Um. So it's Iron Age. Um, can I get that second one? I'm not going to get it, but sure. Texas Legends and HVHC newcomers. Iron Age of Apocalypse. Boom! Oh, he got Great the job. one that should have come to me. I know. You should have got that I one. Got that was really good, Tom. Really good. All right. Patrick. You almost got Iron Age of Ultron. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Oakland punk hardcore band that was on Prank Records. Meets the band who wrote the song Nerdy. Um, oh, uh, 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 ding, ding. uh hold on. Uh, talk is poison the well. Ding, ding, ding. Good job. Good job. Uh, the second hint was one band did a split with one word death threat, the other did a promo slip, split with the Deftones in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tom? Yeah, yeah we, don't, we, we don't talk about uh, Talk is Poison. Uh, th- one of the few bands with that sound that I think is actually fucking awesome. But uh, uh, go, ex- go on. Ex- exceptional. Good. Exceptional. Good. And you're trying to ice the kicker, Pat. Sort of <laughs> sorry. <forgot>. Sorry. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Motherfucker. Let's have a conversation about Talk is Poison while I'm freaking out of here. Yeah, I'm trying to knock you out of your fucking. I got <laughs> your it, I got yeah. I'm warmed up. All right. One is almost certainly the most important hardcore band of all time. The other has an upcoming release on Harm Reduction Records. Mm. Minor Threat to Society. Boom. Fuck. Fuck. Good one. Maybe I, sh- I, I would have liked that one. Go on. <laughs> but, all right. Go on. All right. <clears throat> the Basement Side Project Band released by Lockin' Out and an Orange County Hardcore Band with members that went on to start Farside. Holy fuck. Um, okay, hold on. Um, what was, okay, well, okay. I think I know the first one. What was the, what was the second one? Or what was the, what, pardon me, what was the first one? The Basement Side Project released by Lockin' Out in an Orange County hardcore band with members that went on to start Farside. I can give you the second hints if you like. Yeah, please. All right. I don't. First band currently in the studio recording their second LP. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Second, second band, Orange County band, released a seven-inch in an LP on Workshed Records, featuring Kevin Murphy. And um, don't, you don't need uh, to know the band; you just need to know the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna start talking, counting you out. Uh, yeah, uh, Vittle uh, heads. Uh, 
I don't know. Tom, you want to see I don't know. Yes, I'd like to. It's uh, Fiddlehead first. Fuck! Yep. Good job, Tom. Tom is now up 11 to 9. Fuck! (laughs) With with one, two, three, four left. Okay? This is tough. All right. So four each? No, four total. Four total. Oh, so I I clinched it. Well, he, he, if you, well, cause he can steal them from you. You know what I mean? If you can't catch right. it, he can steal it. So, but sure. well, although Bob, I'll say, yeah. Uh, in the interest of your labor. Yeah. If, if he clinches it, shut it down so we can have even a if round it's just, two. Uh, no. Yeah. I, cause this is a fun exercise. If you've got oh. the, if you've got the brain to do it again. Yeah. I'll do it again. <laughs> we'll do this fun. again. This, this is, this is us testing stuff out on Patreon for, for the big show, you know? So, yep. All right, this one's a little hard. X Magnus and Frostbite form this Wilkesbury hardcore band and this heavier DC hardcore band that shares members with Battery. Um, Cold Worlds Collide. Ah, bam! Really good. Really I was good. I was hoping he'd biff because I got it instantly. Good, good. All right. Um. So then I won. You have clinched the tie. Fuck for you. Sure, right? Patrick, well, no, Patrick can, it's, it's 12-9. If okay. Patrick gets this, you miss, and he gets that, and then he gets the other, it's a tie. It's a lot of right, ifs. All right, go on. Let's get it. We, hey, man, the pressure's on. Prove it. Show and prove it. <laughs> Toronto Punk Juno Award winners. Fuck what? Okay. <laughs> Toronto Punk Juno Award winners and Connecticut Smorgasbord Straight Edge Band. Uh, uh, fucked up front. Boom. Good job. Well done. Tom, for yes. the win. Fuck uh, you, Tom. For the fucking win. Canadian punk band who didn't like to be wrong. The other had some sort of blood sickness. Whoa. What? Canadian Maybe. punk band who didn't like to be wrong. <laughs> the other had some sort of blood sickness. No means no warning. Boom. For Fuck. the fucking win. And I can't even argue because that one was eloquent <laughs> that one was well done all right then Fuck. we only have one more congratulations tom um this is so you have a silver not bronze medal patrick okay <laughs> tommy corrigan's biggest band and an ohio hardcore band most known for being on doghouse records um uh, okay, so I got the first one. What's that? Say that if uh, Ohio, Ohio hardcore band most known for being on Doghouse Records. You've definitely seen their records in the used band. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah almost certainly. Um, pre-transcend. Like, Pre-what? Transcend. If that means anything to you. No, I want to say either. like. I want to say like silent majority of one, but yep. I don't. Boom. You got it. Oh, there you go. Nice. Right. Respectable, respectable loss. Tom won with the steals, man. 
He yeah, got I know. Yeah, but, but also, I can't take anything away from him no, because he the, got ones. That, yo, I, he got ones that I would never get. Those were really good. And here's the thing: he didn't miss any of the ones, and he had a couple hard ones. Yeah. No means no well, warning was his. Uh, I would have got. I wouldn't have gotten it. Wouldn't you would have gotten Iron Age of Apocalypse. Yep. But he definitely. I don't think you would have got Cave Inside Out. No, that was uh, the secondary I was, hint. Was I was dizzy Hydra, when you said the it. second mention was Hydrahead Legends versus Revelation Legends. And, and it would have gotten me closer. Would have gotten and, me closer. And then it's Stephen Brodsky into Victicara. But I, I was saving the third hint for for the if nobody got it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Name game okay. fun, right? Very fun. Very fun. Very tough. Uh, now right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, because we're doing this remotely and things often get fucked up. I'm gonna cut the scene so that nothing gets fucked up because we can't recreate that one. Good night, guys. Uh, good night, everybody. Stay on the way.